0: Dalton and this is my co-person Desiree. Hi. Uh, today on Off the Record we're on the record with Las Nubes, um, a lo-fi garage rock trio from Miami, Florida. So if y'all could just give me your names, make sure that uh, they can hear you really good. Okay. And, uh,
1: yeah. um, my name is Ale, uh, Ale Campos, my full name. Uh-huh. I play guitar and I sing. Yeah.
2: Okay. My name is Gabriel Duque I'm a guitar player for this tour, and I've been working the production and the videos of the
3: band. I'm Emily Milgram, drums and janitorial.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So tell us a little bit about yourselves, like where you're originally from, where you've been heading on this tour.
1: Um, I was born and raised in Miami, Mm -hmm. and um, Gabriel here...
2: Um, I was born and raised in Venezuela, South America.
1: Um,
3: I was raised in Miami, Florida pretty much my whole life. I moved there when I was like three.
1: Yeah. And and on this tour we've been doing, it's been uh, two weeks uh, from Miami uh, to the Midwest and then up and then going towards the east coast and then back down so it's kind of like a little circle
0: nice. sort of
1: yeah it's the longest tour we've done so
3: far Yeah,
0: that's a lot of ground to cover like two weeks yeah <laughs> there's also just...
3: another person on tour with us oh, oh right. yeah they yeah, yeah, not introduce yeah, right. themselves or you know, here I am
5: <laughs> what's your name? my name's Kusi and I'm playing bass with Las Noves yeah.
0: <laughs> perfect so um y'all are just in New York right?
1: mhm yeah
0: it's a bit of a a difference coming from New York all the way down to, like, the south? Or...
1: Yeah. I mean, like...
0: I mean, I know you all are from Miami. I guess Florida's
1: but... technically yeah. south, but not really. Miami's not Florida at yeah. all. <laughs> uh, but we... You know, our first show was in St. Pete and then Tallahassee, and then we went through to, like, New Orleans, Austin and all that. We played in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So, I mean, I don't know. Everywhere, like, it's, like, different, but all music scenes are kind of the same in a way. You know, everyone that's involved in it is, like, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah Everyone we've met so far is, like, super nice.
0: <laughs> so, um... I guess, uh... You haven't spent a whole lot of time down here. Um, I'm not sure. What, what, what do you think, guys?
1: Up here for them. Have uh, <laughs> yeah. you guys been to Van before? Um, I was here one time... What right? Well, just once with um his other band Seda, um, they play here often. And I came um just to like join them on tour and like hang out for a bit. And that's when I met um Jeff from Machinist and Mm -hmm. Christy, and they were super like awesome people. And I was like okay, this place is cool. Like, I went to the show that they played, and it was awesome. I was like, all right, like, I think I like, I want to play a show here. I feel like it'd be really cool to do that. So here we are.
4: Yeah, that's cool. Um, so how did you guys all get together? Like, is this a normal lineup for you, or do you kind of change
3: people? So this is version 5.1. That we're keeping track of the lineups. Yeah.
1: It, Emily and I are pretty much like core members um, Mm -hmm. from day one. And uh, our original bassist uh, had to leave um, because he was focusing on his other band. And our second bassist had a baby. And then like other bassists just can't go on tour for this long. Kusi uh, taught herself how to play bass uh, to go on this tour with us, which I think is like fucking amazing. Um, especially, like, three months, like, that just blows my mind. And then, um, Gabriel is playing guitar with us, which we normally play as a three-piece, but, um, he was available to, like, come with us, like, last minute, and we were just like, screw it, let's just do a four-piece. I think it'd be really cool, and I like how it's kind of, like, rounded out the sound a lot more, and it just, like, gives it more weight.
0: So, um, what what was this, uh, you, you guys are almost finished with this tour?
1: Yep, this is our second to last show. Okay, mm-hmm. and,
0: and so was this, like, a, a tour off the, your debut record, or is it just kind of like...
1: Sort of.
0: Are you, are you um, in between recording right now a new album, or are you working no, on an album? No,
1: we're, okay. like, working on stuff, but we just put out an album in June, um, mm-hmm. and we didn't really have a chance to full-on, like, go on a tour to promote the album then, um just because we're all involved in like rock camp and then you know he was on tour with his other band and nina had a baby nina had yeah, we just run like, record store yeah well. there was just like a lot going on around that time which i guess we should have like maybe thought about but at the same time i just we really wanted to just put out the album already it was like time to but i don't know like we decided, like you know, we have time in the fall and winter, so might as well just do it then. So, I guess technically this is a
0: promotional tour. Yeah. yeah so, so, you mentioned Rock Camp. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've seen you, um, seen you guys posting stuff about that. Is that the mm-hmm. the Girls Rock Camp? Or? Yeah, Miami Girls Rock Camp. Okay, cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, right there. Um, she's got a shirt on with it. Yeah. Uh, so so what what um what is that?
3: Emily. <laughs> She's one of the co-founders. I'm okay. also also gear and janitorial. <laughs> My um, uh, girls rock camp is a summer camp for uh, girls and non-binary youth in Miami, um, and we use music uh, as a platform to promote self-esteem and community uh, within the youth. Um, yeah, it's cool. There's rock camps all over the world. We're just one of hundreds, mm-hmm. which is really cool, and they all sort of have a uh, very similar missions. Um, yeah rock camp's awesome
0: so so what kind of inspired you to start that
3: miami didn't have one miami's really miami's really late on the pickup of a lot of things Mm -hmm. um which is kind of crazy because it's a huge city Mm -hmm. um so the fact that miami didn't have one uh one of the co-founders steph taylor she's um she plays with us too sometimes um she like you know got an itch she was like man miami doesn't have a rock camp you want to start a rock camp i was like i Probably shouldn't because I'm doing 40 other things. But yes, let's start a rock camp. So we
1: started a rock camp. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's uh we just did our fifth year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, cool. Ye- yesterday was also um, Give Miami Day, which is like a day that a lot of orga- organizations like you know, um, like. Get donations, like ask for donations from like people, and it's uh we were like one of those organizations. So throughout the whole day that we were driving yesterday, we were pretty much like posting stories about like why you should donate to Rock Camp and.
0: Okay, so that's why y'all were like putting up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a special day for them. (laughs) Bonus
5: day for nonprofits. Yeah, yeah, there there
0: you go. That's good. I did were you getting a lot of uh, donations or just yeah, yeah. Nice?
1: a lot of people were like responding to the, our stories I, I don't like have you know login for the right, girls yeah. our camp but Emily was telling Seems me a lot like of people were like reacting to it and they were like stoked about it That's good
0: yeah, yeah. So, so it's been going for five years mm-hmm. so it's like pretty well established now.
3: Yeah, it's well established um, just kind of trying to continue growing it and you know keep getting uh, better and better each year nice. so.
5: this year was also the first time they did an adult version of the camp as well so that served as a fundraiser and a lot of women in the community and non new people in the community that had wanted to participate and were like, why doesn't this exist for adults? Now it does. Uh, yeah, and so that's also something for people to look out for if they yeah. want to come to Miami and play a yeah. rock out yeah. for three days. That's if you're cool. listening to yeah. this, you yeah. know, come look it up.
4: Yeah, we we really, you know, you really don't get to see as many women in the rock community as you would love mm-hmm. to see. I feel like it's grown over the years, but there's still a definite uh lack of women so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um i mean do you guys try and like just join forces with other women and really that's such a big thing yeah
1: almost every band that i've been in aside from like one i've mostly just played with like other women like first band i was in when i was 15 it was like all girls uh five of us (laughs) second band it was like uh I one of my best friends um, who had no idea what like an in- like how to play an instrument like what a bass was. I taught her how to play bass, and I was like, "Let's start a power violence band," and we did. It, and like, <laughs> then we started another band after that, and it was all girls. So it was like I always try to like collaborate and encourage other women to like play music, even if like they've never done it before. I'm just like, do it.
0: It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And I don't know. What about you? Yeah.
3: Um, I got a really lar- late start playing music with other people. I didn't really like, I wasn't really in a band till I was like in my 20s. Mm. And I played with dudes mm. uh, for the most part. I was in Oregon at the time. And I just kind of, you know, I really liked music a lot. And I was really into like post-rock and experimental stuff. Um, answered a Craigslist ad for a, post- <laughs> for a post-rock band. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I can play the drums and sort of like, pretended to play the drums pretty convincingly um with a bunch of dudes and then the rest is history i guess but i i um it wasn't until i, I moved back here that i really played with like a lot of other women there was like one band i was in that the bassist oh, was favorite. female huh was it Mas- oh no this no 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 this was in portland oh, like that that was like my only I other that band yeah Mascara. the the w- would-be all-star band but <laughs> nobody ever showed up it uh, so that, that they had the three Girl vocalists, House, first three no. singers. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. God. Um, they were great. Yeah. They were so good. <laughs> yeah, that band, that was one. I had quit playing music at that point, and someone convinced me to start again. And that was, I, I got in that band, and then I played in kind of like a weird, like gothic gospel band after that. <laughs> um, and then uh, did a whole lot of nothing, and then joined this band. Or actually, like told Ale I was joining this band. I wasn't, I wasn't asked. I, I said, I'm going to be in this yeah. band now.
1: We were offered to... I was offered, offered to open for Shonen Knife, and I was like, I don't have a band. And I really was just, like, there for that conversation. She was like...
3: I'll, I'll yeah, this. had I, like, been in the bathroom peeing in that very moment, we might not be sitting here today. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good thing. I just happened to be standing there.
0: So you were able to, like, throw a band together off that? Just yeah, to- we
1: literally... Just just like three weeks out it or something. like yeah. yeah super quick and my friend Johnny was like our original bassist and I don't know I think I just I didn't even think about it I was like, Johnny, do you want to play with us? yeah sure and then we practiced and that was that I had like all these songs written already, so I just had to send it to them and be like you're yeah <laughs>
4: Uh, and you learned bass in three months for
5: this? Yeah, I think at the end of August is when um, we were hanging out and Emily was telling me that she's like, yeah, I'm kind of bummed because we have these dates lined up. I don't think we're going to be able to go because uh, nobody can come with us and play bass. And I was like, I'll learn to play bass, go with you guys. And uh, then two days later she texted me like, uh, were you serious I <laughs> am like, um, yeah! Yes!
4: <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah. So you'd like never touched a bass before and had mm. no experience?
3: She's a that. very accomplished musician in her own right in okay. other genres and other instruments.
5: Yeah, I play, um, and I had learned, you know, a little guitar here and there. Um, but, and I learned how to play bass on one of my other songs mm-hmm. once, to play something acoustic. Um, but it's just like anything else. If you don't practice that, right. it feels very alien. So the first week that I practiced, I like back pains, and I felt super weird, and um, it's it's been really nerve wracking just to put to put myself in this situation. It's been uh, yeah, it's like a little bit scary. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. And at the beginning, it it like kind of sucks to suck. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then you know, but you, you get over it. You get over yourself. Right. <laughs> she did not suck by the way just oh but you weren't with me at my house <laughs> <laughs> practicing with your music like crying <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, what's, that's what's that not hurting? you were not there for that okay. I think I practiced for a whole month almost a oh month God. and a half before we ever got together in person I was just playing yeah. to the recordings and the first couple of nights of the tour I've still been practicing with the recordings before the shows uh, just to feel like yeah. prepared you know? Right. And so yeah
1: I feel bad sometimes because I'm like, I feel like you're constantly, every day you're just like, God, what did I get myself in this Because <laughs> <room?" laughs> like, it's rough, man. Yeah. Tours, like, like you know, sometimes you sleep on a floor or next to a litter next box. Next to a litter box. Like. Apparently
3: Mary Timoney has always put next to a litter box on every tour she's ever been on. Um, so I was just like,
1: I hope this doesn't
5: discourage
1: <laughs> you to, like, keep
5: doing this because no. you Thanks, dude. No, I'm having fun. I'm having a good time.
0: Good, good. So, this story's been pretty good with the sleeping arrangements. I did sleep
3: (laughs) next to a litter box one night. Well, it was like the entire room was like a litter box. It was the cat room. Oh, yeah. As I was was told, to which I replied, I don't have a very good sense of smell, but I did that night. (laughs) Oh, no. It came came back to me. The litter room.
5: (laughs) (laughs) BYOB, just bring your own bed. I brought my own bed, but put it in the
1: litter box room. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Overall, though, pretty solid. That's been good.
4: Yeah. Good. So have you always been, like, has the band always been under this name, or did you
1: undergo, like, a... We had. We used to be called Smut. Okay. Um, Because, like, when I first started this project, the music that I wrote was very, very heavy and, like, intense, and, I don't know, it just seemed fitting. And then we started, like writing more of these chilled-out songs, and I started noticing that there were, like, a million other bands called Smut. Um, there was one in particular from Ohio that uh, I had been, like, following for a while, and I was like, man, I hope we, like, make it before they do, because mm-hmm. I really want to keep this name. <laughs> but they ended up opening for, like... They went on tour with nothing. Yeah, they went yeah. on tour with nothing, and I was like, well, that... That then. And then I was like, okay, maybe if I just change one letter so it was smut but with a V instead of a U. And then Jens Luckman called us S M V T stage, happened, And then I was like, like, okay, that's no, I don't like that. So we just decided to change the name altogether. Um but then we didn't realize that some people don't speak Spanish and uh, a lot of people oh. call
2: us last new it's just heartbreaking <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the cool part of the naming Spanish and like all that thing to being able to some people get to think like what is this how, how do you pronounce this and like take the time to learn yeah and mm-hmm. that's really incredible and like how people are being so welcoming and so embracing of the Spanish and the Spanish yeah. on that we go that, for me, as a Latino person, it means the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and mm. and a
3: lot of the songs are in Spanish, too, you know, so it's not right. just, like, off-base. I mean, sometimes yeah. you encounter bands that might have a name in a certain language, but, like, all their songs are in another yeah, yeah. language yeah. that's unrelated to the name of the band. So, and that's fine, but, you know, yeah. it kind of it made sense for us to select a new name that referenced that a lot of the
1: songs were in Spanish as well. And just to note, uh, on this tour, no one has up our name surprisingly right nice. like not even in like tulsa tulsa like you yeah. know what i mean like baltimore everyone, like everyone has said it right so far and i'm just like <laughs> and then we'll get back to miami
3: and we'll be lost noobs again <laughs> whatever really in miami yeah in miami. right
1: you would um, think uh, but yeah. hmm people are I think they're just like
3: haters <laughs> <laughs> well that or there's some people who just think it's funny yeah and they're just gonna like say it to be funny and it's like nah, Trolls. yeah jerks
0: so um I guess I kind of want to know like maybe why do you write songs in two different languages is that, is that part of the reason is it just sort of like the appreciation of the culture or like... um
1: no I'm Hispanic actually my okay. mom is Cuban my dad's Argentinian um mm. and I've I'd like never done it before, but I. So we we picked this name because like we really loved it, and it came from Emily's um, partners' mothers' uh, coffee it's farm, like family property. Yeah, in, in Nicaragua. In Nicaragua. <laughs> and it's called Las Nubes. that Las Nubes. Oh, so. And like I don't know, I just really liked the name. I thought it was really fitting and. I don't know. I, I really liked it. It's kind of one kind of the of, first things we thought it about. It grabbed too. on. Yeah, I, we kind of like. And really then spent on. three
3: months trying to come up with
1: something else, and then like came back to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so. um, and I'd never written songs in Spanish before, and I was like, "Well, we have the Spanish name. Like, let me just try." And I always felt self-conscious about it uh, because I mean I'm super fluent in the language. Like, it was my first language. Um. But I just, like, I don't know. I was just always self-conscious about it. it's, like, I thought my lyrics would be really dumb and, like, childish. And so I would, like, run him by him at first and, like, be like, does this sound stupid? And it's like, no, like, that makes sense. Or, like, maybe, like, use this word instead. And I don't know. He's been, like, very... Gabriel has been really helpful in that. And, like, you know, also with his band, too, they they mostly sing in Spanish. And that made me, like think like, oh, okay, it's it's not just like a, th- like a language that, you know, my parents speak and like it's not, not that I was like self-loathing like Hispanic person, but mm-hmm. it was more of like a, oh, like my parents speak Spanish, like that's just like what old people do, but it's like, it's not, like I don't know, like seeing a lot of younger people um, and people like my age uh, doing it and making, like, really interesting music was just kind of, like, inspiring to me.
0: Nice. So, so who, who inspired you to, sort of, like, what were some of those bands that maybe were using
1: like, Um, I Spanish? mean, Gabriel inspired me a lot. Mm-hmm. His band Seta did. Um, you
2: listen to a lot of music in Spanish, yeah. like, actually.
1: I mean, I guess, I don't know. There's, like, this band I really like from Argentina called Las Ligas Menores. Mm-hmm. Um, Y is also really awesome, I, I don't know who else to listen to. Oh. <laughs> like there's a lot of bands but like really like you know you kind of like sparked that at first you know. It's cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and so when you were a smut uh, it, that wasn't, um, you weren't writing any songs in Spanish at that time?
1: No, I had a song that was... Did we, did we do QSW when Johnny was still in the band? Yes. We yeah, started writing it. But that was, writing writing it. It. But that, was
3: ri- that was written in English and then translated. Yeah. Because it sound, it's better in Spanish. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too. Some stuff is just, like, is better in one language over another for yeah. effectiveness linguistically, it seems. It, totally in, like, so. a way. Like, sometimes stuff sounds really cheesy in one language, yeah. but, like, more, like, poetic or romantic yeah. in another language. Yeah. Um, I think QSOV is a good example Entredados. of that. And Enredados yeah. in reverse. Like, that yeah. would sound really cheesy in English.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... There was one song when I first like, started Smut on my own that I had like the name of the song was in Spanish, but the lyrics were in English, but that was like pretty much the extent of it. Didn't start doing that until maybe like two years ago. So,
0: That's cool. Yeah. And, and so um, with, with Zeta, Zeta's come through here a few times, um, so played even at the DIY house. Um, you've been here with them, right? Yes. So. Um, I guess, what is sort of, like, Zeta's connection with um, Las Nubes and... Well, like, a lot,
2: uh, all Las Nubes have helped us, Ale and Emily, like, a lot to figure it out, a bunch of things with the band, since the first time that we came here from Venezuela, Mm -hmm. they, like, give us a lot, a lot of, like, guide how to do things more into a proper way, yeah, and like we we have helped us together a lot. Alice singed in the last say record Mochima. We have a song on it. Oh, cool. Yeah, like we play shows together a lot. We have tried to figure it out about to do like projects of music together. Yeah, we are like family. Mm-hmm. Like it like, wouldn't be one without the other, I'll say, in in one part of life, what it had become now. Yeah, like, most of the thing of, in the beginning, what it was of writing and stuff in English, like, doing, uh, after Instagram publication, I will go through Ale first to see what I read in English have sense, and she will, like, help me to bring it into a way that the language is proper written. You
0: know. Mm -hmm. Okay. So so you guys kinda help out with like writing and that sort of thing. Yeah. So it's like collaboration between Zeta and us Newbies, We see each
2: other like a lot. We're friends. We're family. Okay, good. We're married. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh Oh, well I didn't know that. Okay. Cool. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Oh yeah, no, I do that, sir.
4: Oh my god. Uh, and then, I'm just out of the loop entirely It's, it's fine it's, <laughs> If it's just this girl talking I suppose I don't know anyway. It's okay, but, I just found out they're married right now <laughs> yeah, <laughs> This is news to everyone in the room Surprise! Um, <laughs> and then I think you you mentioned before You guys own a record shop, run
3: a record shop She's co-owner uh, record shop called Spot Records in Miami um, And the three of us work there um, Which is super fun When we want to go on tour <laughs> <laughs> Um so, but yay, technology has facilitated that being a tad bit easier um working on getting some you know robots or something to take my physical body over and be there <laughs> um yeah, record store in miami it'll be the the store itself will be celebrating its fifteenth anniversary in March of 2020. um I've been working there since two thousand eleven, so I it'll know be my sixth year record. Wait, you were you started in January also? January 8th, 2011.
4: Cool. Yeah. cool. yeah, I usually ask about people's day jobs. I'm always curious, especially when you take off on the road for a long period of time. Because, yeah. you know, when I first started interviewing bands, I was interviewing, like, teenagers and stuff who really didn't have any. Right. But once you're an adult, you still have to
3: pay your bills right. somehow. Even like... when you're an adult in a really popular band, too. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's a thing.
1: So, yeah. I also... I'm a music teacher on the side. Gaudia does screen printing. Like we all have like a million yeah. different jobs. Kusi's a, a like voice actress and oh. does commercials, and she's like. production guy. as well.
3: She wears many hats. Nice. We are all
1: renaissance people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so is it kind of hard to like take off to do this sort of thing, or is it? Job's
1: pretty
0: flexible. Like it is hard. Yeah, that's a better question
3: for her. She does all the scheduling. Yeah, I've been working from the van like the entire tour, um, which is actually a new thing. I before leaving migrated our entire like system to like a cloud-based thing, so Mm -hmm. I can do all of my job except physically being in the space like Mm -hmm. remotely. Um,
0: To like ordering, right? Like, yeah, everything from
3: ordering records, bookkeeping, scheduling, paying people, just all that stuff um, can do remotely now for better or worse, Um, which is good. But yeah, it's still the matter of like people physically being there and doing things and having to delegate without being in in the space, also. So, because I'm usually like the manager role. So, if I'm not physically there saying, do this thing, it's like a lot of wait, what should they be doing? Okay, let me text them and have them do it and you know, that kind of stuff.
0: And don't you manage, a, like, a record label, too?
3: Um, yeah, my record label's, like, a little bit on hold right now just okay. because I, you know, I need to sleep sometimes. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I started a record label in 2006 called Other Electricities. And um, we've we've released 51 things to date. But this year I only put out one thing, which was just uh, um, some recordings of a friend who passed away a couple years ago. Um, and just wanted to get some recordings of his out there because we had plans to do a proper release and we were never able to so just put that out as sort of a pay what you want uh donation to uh charity thing What was um, what's that what was his name uh his name was sean, sean ashworth but the release is under audioid which was all these like noisy electronic experimental things he made with all like hand-built machines and stuff that's cool right? um yeah super cool so right now i don't have a lot of plans for putting out stuff in 2020 and like there's a couple things sort of on the back burner but the artists who therefore in South Africa and Germany respectively are sort of like whatever we don't care just get around to it whenever because I've been working (laughs) with them for so long and they're doing a bunch of stuff so it's sort of like it'll come out when it comes out and I really like that pace yeah so um you know that stuff will happen when it happens
0: so you have bands internationally like that.
3: yeah yeah um put out stuff from people all over the world and before like Like Facebook was even a thing, you know, like we were like doing MySpace, like hitting up random bands, like like in like 2006, like, hey, random person in the English countryside, I really like this weird demo of yours I heard on a blog. Do you want to put out a record with two people you've never met? Whatever. It was a lot of that. And then just meeting people through other people. And
0: it sounds like they said yes, though. So yeah.
3: Yeah, almost like pretty much everyone said yes. One one band asked for like a $10,000 advance. And we were like, hey, do, do you think we have that kind of money? That was pretty much the only thing wow. that, that never worked out. Everything else sort of worked out. And no one ever made money. And everyone's happy. So <laughs> it's
0: great. I mean, hey, I according to Yeah, I
4: was going to say, I definitely think a lot of people do it for passion Absolutely. over money. Yeah. So, Which I'm sure... So you guys take it off on tour I'm sure it's a passion project more 100%. than a 100% like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean we'll gladly take your money right. if
2: you'd like yeah. to give it to us and <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's some planning and stuff that you have a goal you gonna play your cards to get to there it's not gonna happen in 6 months it's not gonna happen in a year but if you do it good you're gonna get there
4: Yeah. what would be your like ultimate goal for this project
2: Oh. I heard Alice say these words, I just want to write the catchiest songs ever. That's what I'm <laughs> going to put in her grave. Yes. You're going you're gonna to have to arm wrestle
3: Stephen Merritt for that title though. <laughs> we can, you know, that's how we can make money. We can have you arm wrestling Stephen Merritt. Okay. I, think can- yeah. I think you might kick yes. his ass. He's like pretty
1: a pretty like diminutive guy, right? <laughs> I think you could take him.
0: Who's Stephen Merritt?
1: Uh, the dude from Magnetic Fields. They're like one of our favorite bands. They're one of the catchiest bands ever. And um, listen to 69 love songs. And he doesn't
3: he doesn't write his melodies down. Like, that's apparently the way yeah. he writes. It's like he it comes up with stuff in his head, and if he still remembers it the next day, it's a go. If mm-hmm. not, then he doesn't like, keep going. It's not He'd, worth But he doesn't anything. write them down. So that's like a
1: testament to catchiness. Yeah, I sometimes do that, but I just have the worst memory ever. Like it, it could be like the catchiest thing, but I still won't remember it because my memory sucks. So I have to write things down, or else. But to go back to what you were saying, um, I think I don't know. It would be really cool to have a record put out by Matador or something. Hey, Matador. <laughs> 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 or. I don't know, even for now, like, I want to just take, like, little baby steps, but little steps that will, like, be steps in the right direction, like, we've been trying to go on tour with our friends in Torch for a while, but, um, we're just not met a lot of, I guess. It's not only yeah. that, I mean, it's logistics, it's time. Yeah, long, it's booking a, Also agents. agents, yeah, because they want to yeah. go on tour with us, too, but, like, they've it's really not up to them at this point, you know, when you're on, like, a bigger label, like, uh, relapse, you know, you kind of just have to take a, take a seat and let other people do that for you, but, um, I don't know, hopefully one day that'll happen, if not, uh, we would just love to go on, like, a uh, package tour with, you know, some of the bands we really like, like Screaming Females, or...
3: are Screaming Females. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know, just... Little things like that. Like, we were already able to do three days with the coat hangers, which was really cool. Um, and we've opened for some awesome bands. Um, we so played
3: with Shannon and the Clams the other night. On tour, that was cool. Yeah. Um,
1: I think... I don't know. It's just about, like, kind of just playing our cards right and, like, just taking the... Like, making the right decisions, you know? Like, not just... Playing shows just for the hell of it, even though that's fun sometimes, I think we just need to like focus more on like you know what we need to like accomplish at this point and write more songs and write more songs,
0: yeah. Play with Zeta,
1: play with Zeta. Well, we've done that <laughs>
3: already, we've yeah. done that
0: already, yeah. That's not a goal, that's just like a, <laughs> yeah. another band to play with, yeah. That would be a much. cool headline to have here in Valasa, yeah. Zeta and Las yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. We've done that a bunch already in Miami. We did that in Fort Myers. Oh, right. yeah. We did that in. Gaines? No, well, you
3: did. You played with Incilio in oh, Jacksonville. in Jacksonville.
1: Right, right. Him and I have another band called Insilio. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe we want <laughs>
0: Isn't Zayno on tour right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. They just. <laughs> Missing an I, yeah, I, I did the first week
2: of the tour with them, and then I really wanted to come on this tour with Las Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I managed to figure it out with them, mm-hmm. and yep, been here for about two weeks. Right? And yeah, that works. Cool. Uh, so, you guys
4: have loaded in at 6, six, six tonight yeah. for uh, Barasta DIY House. So. Indeed. I'm it's going to be cool. I know you guys are playing with. Sarah who's sitting up. Yes. She's uh, she's been very
1: hype. I'm about excited her. about cool. the show. Yeah. House
3: shows are the best, like well organized mm-hmm. house shows where your merch doesn't get stolen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> In Michigan. Um that was still a fun house show. It was a fun house though. show. Someone stole a shirt. But oh, no. it's a nice shirt. It just means they like us. It means they were cold.
1: I mm-hmm. too. Yeah. But um what was the other how we play? Uh, in Philly, at Gladys's. Philly, spa. that place was. I, was I love hash Yeah, they're Hashes just are the best. great and intimate and. People. It's
0: not and, of and, and often
3: you make more money than you do at a proper venue in a fancy city.
0: In New York. <clears throat> Why do you think that is? Just.
3: Because the people who want to be who, who are there really want to be there. Yeah. Like it's it's just a totally different vibe. Everyone like, donates. No one donates. People really love there it. just to get
1: f- up. They're just there because they want to hear yeah. music and they you know the house doesn't charge two hundred dollars to have bands play.
0: so Mm -hmm.
1: um yeah we're really excited about this show tonight yeah i i
0: I try to get a lot of my friends to come to the diy house um just because you know i mean there's a lot of great bands coming through and it's intimidating to them at first because it's like this is somebody's home Mm -hmm. so that's just always like it's kind of wild to them um and i i i they don't seem to trust me or something. Like that. Like, Come on, it just so you never, if you works.
3: haven't grown up like doing it, it's yeah. a really foreign concept. It is. yeah, mm-hmm. you know. But in a place like Miami, there's not a lot of venues, especially not a lot of all ages venues or not a lot of small venues. So a lot of people do house shows house and shows stuff shows like are that. Like so you, right? you grow
1: up around that, and so it's not a foreign concept to you. Mm-hmm. Even like. I don't know, when I was growing up, and I was playing with my band, uh, we would play at, like, these places that were, like, normally churches, but then they would have, like, hardcore bands playing, Mm. and, like, uh, there was one place called Café Cristal that was a nightclub, but they would do these matinee shows, like, from five to nine, and then after nine, it becomes, like, 21 and over, so it was, like, I feel like uh, it was definitely more accessible um, to do all-ages shows when I was growing up and now it's it's just weird. I don't know. Yeah.
4: It's I grew up going to I'm from a small town where we didn't have like a venue or anything. So we would go to house shows and yeah. like surrounding areas and stuff. So I grew up going to them. And even now sometimes I'm like, God, I feel old in this room, like I'm surrounded by teenagers. What what happened here? Yeah. Like, Same. <laughs> as soon as I hit thirty I was like, I'm I'm old. Like look at these people around me. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> but no, I still, I still appreciate them for one yeah. they they're doing. Because I mean, again, it's nostalgic for me. That's what I grew up going to. Because I didn't have anywhere else to go. Like where I'm from doesn't even have a bar. So. Like, just, yeah. Yeah. We had a bowling alley. That was about That's about it. That's cool. So, you know, people would play the bowling alley. Yeah. But we would have to go hit up. And we had some weird little spaces that were like this is used for a youth group during the day, yeah. but at night we're gonna have some bands. Before. Yeah. I'm like
1: singing about Satan. Like. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Like we. We haven't had the chance really to play a house show in Miami, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. That be I think we played at your
3: we played at your house when the band uh, played count. there. That does count. We played a show <laughs> so in a house. Weird. It happened to be the no, house you lived I in. No, I count
1: like if it's in Kendall, which is the suburbs in Miami, that's a house show that I want to so play. So no other house going to be like houses in Kendall. Count <laughs> yes, as
3: houses. That have house shows, yeah. even though they Couldn't could have a show, show in a house in any other part of Miami.
1: Don't try to make it logical in any way, that's no, just why. what I want, okay?
5: <laughs> it seems like a dream that could be fulfilled. Those, Those are, are my demands. House <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Well,
0: you
3: gotta hate on Hialeah, man. Why can't you have <laughs> a
0: house show in Hialeah? Okay, <laughs> that could be. <been. laughs> I'm not familiar at all. With I my, know. Miami. Oh, no, no, it's not good. Um, <laughs> for Miami At least For anybody, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. because yeah. i they've only been to Miami once. Yeah, yeah. So anyone,
3: anyone from Miami from is, is going to be laughing at the Kendall, Hialeah. Thing. Yeah, Yeah. Obviously, this is <laughs> just like provide
1: gold. people with like a map or something. Yeah. Like when you send the send out the podcast, like post it with a map of Miami be like, here's Kendall, here's Wynwood, here's Hialeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, I mean
0: that might <laughs> not. Yeah, yeah. Um there, there is actually a neighborhood in Valdosta. So Valdas has really strange names for their neighborhoods. We do, yeah. And it's, like, the official, like, government name. Like, you go to the government website, and this is what it's called. And there's one called Little Miami. Yeah. And it's kind of bad, right? Like, that
1: <laughs> That's, like, a neighborhood you don't want to go to? Like, I don't know, but... <laughs> it's definitely
4: very odd. Why, have, why, why, why yet... would you name
0: it that? And I then don't there's know. There's another <laughs> one literally called, and this is, like, in the books, called Kill Me Quick.
4: Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Kill Me Quick, yeah. What? Yeah, it's, yeah. We're just a fun little place. That's amazing. Uh, but yeah, no, it's I, very strange. There was a lot to Miami when I was there, so I was like, I don't know where I'm going. I'm going to get in an Uber and hope for the best. I don't think any of us know where we're going. Yeah. We've like a number of years. <laughs> it's, I drove through the entire state of Florida and then hit Miami, and I was like, all right, well, this yeah. is Miami.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but Kill Me Quick is off in that direction. They can't. Yeah. See where I'm pointing, but um, DIY house not there. So okay, no worries. Not near. Kill me quick. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Good, yeah. Wow. But uh, that's
1: hilarious. It is.
4: Yeah. Again, Vadas is just a strange little <laughs> little place, but we are glad you guys are here. We South don't. Georgia. We don't mind it here. <laughs> yeah, worry? we're stoked
1: about
0: being right. here. Right, Vadas is yeah. what you make it. Right on. Yeah. The T-shirt. I'm it's like,
4: scary. yeah. Is that the motto? <laughs> 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 yeah. I, Sarah May t shirts actually, series mm-hmm. out there that say that Asta is what you make it. But, um, you know, the whole point of us doing this is to really show people that there are shows you could go to, there are things to do,
3: because yeah. we meet so many people who are like, there's nothing to do here. Like, There's people like that in Miami, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People come mm-hmm. to the record store, they're like, y'all's music scene sucks. And I'm like, yeah, it's suck like this. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, you yeah, it's so. Yeah, it, you know, we've
4: always tried to promote, like, I've been here for about ten years now and you do you get to see a lot of cool things <coughs> come through and people just don't realize like what they're missing out on.
3: Yeah.
2: Jeff yeah. Think... Yes. Jeff Hill has been someone that have helped a lot for yeah. me to get to know and all kind of other people because he have traveled a lot with a lot of art projects and they have he have brought people to come to Valdosta on the on their really good terms. And Thank you, Jeff. Whenever you listen to this,
1: <laughs> shout out to Jeff.
4: Yeah, he gets he gets a lot of shout outs. Oh, uh,
0: He's very active in the community. He's one of yeah, yeah, which is one of those guys.
4: Which is really cool. I mean, it's what we mm-hmm. what we need, you know. Because when I first started journalism here, that's what I did was I interviewed bands who were coming through, and you meet really interesting people. It's mm-hmm. really cool, and it's because I can't play an instrument, so I was like, let me write about other people who play instruments.
1: I love that so, like there's so many people that I know that are like super into music but mm-hmm. like god bless them they just can't like no like I know so many people it's like they, they try yeah but the coordination or like something just doesn't like make sense but they are so amazing at doing other things like promoting or like booking or writing yeah. or and it's awesome because they're like that passion is there, mm-hmm. but they just like do it uh, in different ways, like photography too, or like videographers. Like
3: and, and it goes in, you know. in reverse, you know. there's, yeah. a,
1: there's a lot of pe- like there's a lot of people who are great
3: at playing and are not great at all the other stuff. Yeah. So it's uh-huh. like yeah, do do the playing, write the songs, play the exactly. shows, let someone else take the photos and make the videos and write the PR <laughs> stuff. Is. And, you know, and and it's good. It's a good way to collaborate on music and art with people, even if some people are not necessarily musicians or artists. They can still be part of that and make it, you know, even better. Exactly.
4: Yeah. It's great. It's one of those things I can listen to songs and be like, I feel like I could do this. And then there's a bass in my living room and I touch it. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) My hands and my brain don't line up with what they're supposed to be doing. It's like
1: when you think about it, like it's... And weird cause like you're like doing this or this with one yeah. hand or this claw, or, or <laughs> yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> and then your individual fingers on this hand need to do something else and yeah. move up and down and it's just this thing.
2: And then sing.
1: And then sing yeah. sometimes and it's and like play,
2: play a bass drum with a right and play a step yeah. with the left. And-
1: or pedals and it's just like there's so much coordination that goes into it that I mean, I've been doing this since I was 12, so I don't think about these things, but, like, to someone, like, as a music teacher, seeing, like, trying to teach other people how to do these things, it's like, oh, yeah, this is hard, like, I'm sorry, (laughs) but you got this, it's okay. Yeah, you you just can't do it yet. Yeah, exactly. You'll get there. It takes time. Yeah, I remember the first time I played guitar, I couldn't play power chords, and I cried because I was like, I'm never going to play guitar. Yeah,
3: I had someone told me I would <laughs> never be able to play the drums because I couldn't play, like, a Portishead song on command. Wow. <laughs> you know, what is up,
5: up with that? Did you guys up up sh- update, to...
3: update, I can play any <laughs> Portishead song on the drums now. And yeah, that, it's hard. Like, yeah. anything is hard, you know? It's like, you should, It's like, well, it sounds so simple. Why can't you do it? It's like, well, it's well,
0: time. Why is that a thing? So, like, I... Portishead just seems to be like every percussionist's percussionist like favorite thing to play. I, like that is just something. I've Well, it's not necessarily my sure. favorite
3: thing to play. I'm I'm a huge Portishead fan, but um, mm-hmm. no, that was just a th- it was just you know that was very popular when I was growing up. It's like a litmus and test. And I had like tried to play drums, you mm-hmm. know, like and someone was just like, oh, here I forget what Portishead song it was, something off the second record. I'm like, well, that's pretty simple. Like if you can't figure that out on drums, you probably shouldn't be playing the drums. Wow. So, you know, yeah, I I think women are more
4: prone to condescending people anyway. (laughs) Like if you do anything outside the norm of femininity, you are going to encounter people who are like, I bet you can't do this. For example,
1: in New York, we parked our 15 passenger van in an overnight garage. And we went to go pick it up the next morning. Gabriela was there for that. And Emily was too. Um, this guy who we were, like, giving our ticket to, he's like, which car is yours? And we're like, it's that 15-passenger van, van, that giant black van right there. And then he went to, like, some SUV, like a Jeep or something. And he's like, no, 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 that one. And then he went to the car in front of it. And it's like, no, it's literally that van (laughs) right there. And he's like, oh, but you're not driving this, are you?
5: And I was like... We're stealing
1: it. (laughs) And Emily, just, like, without even just hesitating, she was like, yeah, women can drive vans. And it was like... <laughs> like, we can also vote.
3: Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing.
1: Yeah.
4: It's, it's crazy to still encounter it in 2019, but you definitely do. Oh, yeah. And, I mean... All the
1: time. But it's, so it's like, for me, I don't know, a lot of the reasons why I started playing music was kind of just because I wanted to be better than dudes. Yeah. So, for me, like, when people <laughs> tell me like that, I'm like... Just watch. Watch yeah. me. Like, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: that sounds like a
4: good movie. Yeah, them, right?
0: I, I dig that. That's how I live my life. Like, I just want to be better than a dude. Yeah. Like, go do that. Exactly. See how it goes. <laughs> so, yeah. Right on. Cool. I, I, I did want to just... You were in an Iggy Pop music video. Yeah. And I did want to talk about that just a little bit because I think people would find it fascinating. Okay. So how did that come about?
1: Um, so... Uh, the record store that we work at uh-huh. uh is in miami florida iggy pop is also in miami florida and he's um i don't know how his relationship with like lauren i i came don't know about.
3: i don't know how that like all came about like to begin with but uh, you know at some at some point iggy found out there was a record store visited it thought it was super cool and then early on in the business's current location, we um, moved into it and there was, like, not an AC unit. So in steps Iggy Pop to help us get AC by virtue of doing kind of like a fundraiser. Um, had an artist, uh, CP1, do... Uh, uh, there's a mural outside with Iggy in it, Dumbeth Guy CP1, and so they isolated the image and made T-shirts of it with just the Iggy image on it and Iggy like came in and like signed stuff and did whatever and all the money raised from that like Bob yeah. Sweat's AC and Iggy's just kind of been like a really awesome supporter and patron of the store yeah. um you know since then
1: and uh, There was one year awesome. that my other band was playing during like on record store day and he just like pulled up in his Rolls Royce like right as we were playing and he watched us play and after we finished I got a text from Lauren who's the, the other owner of Sweat um, and she was like where are you? you need to come in here right now E-pop wants to meet you and I was like, <gasps> <gasps> like what? excuse me? and uh, I freaked out and I was just like holy shit is crazy and sure enough he was just like "Like you're, you guys are amazing Like you're a really great band whatever blah 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 and then I didn't see him for like another two years and uh, me thinking like, oh, he's not going to remember me because he's f- Iggy Pop and he meets like a million people all the time. Mm-hmm. Was literally like, hey, Ali, how are you? How's the band doing? Like, I see me all these questions. Like, I'm like, how the f-
3: do you remember? He's, this he's, yeah, I met
1: him once and he like, remember my name the yeah. next time. And he's and um, yeah, he's cool. And then. I don't know and I would just like see him all, like around like he would come by like on records for a and stuff like that and then uh, Lauren one day was like check your email right now and I had an email from Iggy Pop just being like hey what's up Ali so you know I'm doing this video and like we were thinking we wanted some like other like this energy and I thought of you because I like you know, your haircuts and some, I don't know. It was just like so cute and I was like, okay. And I don't know, it was just that yeah, like, yeah. and then I was in a Nikki Pop video. Was cool. They, the they filmed movie. it at the record yeah. store. They filmed it at the record store. Oh, yeah. nice. We
3: got to foster a rocking chair for three months
1: subsequent <laughs> to, the, to the video. Like, yeah. So that was fun. Um, <laughs> and it was foster? just so, I was like no one mm, could yeah. really, yeah. I was really shocked at how like DIY the whole thing was, was too. Really, it was, good. It was very, yeah. You got to foster
3: a rock rockin' <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. There were it was just two guys like a director and like the dude holding the camera and <laughs> that was it like. <laughs> From what like one day and that
5: was it. it was, I, I
3: think that was sort of like supposed to be the whole aesthetic of the record and the videos and just everything like very like basic, pared down, like mm-hmm. a you know record mm-hmm. Iggy had been wanting to make for a while since post pop depression was really big yeah. and really bombastic and mm-hmm. you know fashion and whatever. This was supposed to be a little more yeah. you know close to home and
0: minimal. Slipped out, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. See, like. Being in Valdosta, and just in South Georgia in general, we don't really usually get a lot of big stars like that. Uh, Especially somebody like Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop seems like he'd be just like a cute old man. He's Um, so nice. Yeah,
3: Yeah. he's super sweet. sweet. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, his wife's a sweetheart too, and they're just super chill. Yeah. Yeah. I like that he drives a Rolls Royce. I
1: know. He also has a Maserati. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Always rides with a top-down, no shirt.
3: I've seen Iggy with a shirt on before, like a few times, just fancy (laughs)
1: things. (laughs) But yeah, um, he's great. He loves us. We love him. More to come. Cool.
0: Do you you have anything else?
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm
1: just
5: imagining
0: Iggy pop riding through Miami and it feels (laughs) right,
5: just chilling. You have a paddle. You could totally spot it. Oh yeah, I spotted it, like
1: not even looking for it. He has. It's not a parrot. It's like a. Cockatoo? I thought it was a macaw. Macaw. I Named know. Biggie Pop. Oh my gosh. And okay. Biggie Pop has his own Instagram, if you must know. Oh. Uh, it's adorable. You can say, I really must. You I mean, really must. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's
4: what I'm going to look up as soon as we're done here. Uh, yeah, but yeah I've, I've always been a fan of Biggie Pop, so that's definitely a really cool thing. I guess I need to go chill in Miami and just find yeah. really to drive
0: by.
3: Do a lot know. of people come into the store thinking, thinking That's they're the gonna run store. into him, or thinking that he's there all the time. And um, <laughs> you know, whenever someone's like, "Oh my God, is Ziggy Pop in?" And I'm like, he doesn't come in that much. He yeah. like has a life and a job, and he's all over the place. He's not just like here sipping he's tea. He's Iggy
0: Pop, right? Yeah, yeah, he is Iggy
3: Pop. Sorry, I'm like, there's a mural of him outside, and another beautiful painting of him.
0: <laughs>
3: so. No, also, did I did I get it wrong, is it CP1's or is it Francesco LoCastro's that's on the t-shirt? It's cp one It's CP1's, yeah. okay, just wanted to make sure because there's also a Francesco LoCastro painting of Iggy in the store and I just wanted to make sure we're yeah. giving the right artist the right credit. Pretty sure yeah. it was CP1 because it was like a two-tone. Right, 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 right. Yeah.
4: So anyway, anyway. Cool. All well, right, yeah. Yeah, we'll let you guys get on to your
0: show. Yeah, so y'all are going to be playing about The Velocity DIY House. Um, yeah. people listening to this will be able to go because after but that's okay um they can listen to you guys on spotify apple everything everywhere all the
3: streamings yes yeah
0: and um if they're ever around do catch catch a show
1: yeah we'll be back
0: Was there anything you guys wanted to say as like final words or reach for the
1: stars there you go inspirational yeah peanut butter
5: is
3: awesome peanut butter
1: is awesome
3: So if any peanut butter companies would like to sponsor us Miller Lite Taco Light, Bell, also Taco Bell whatever you know. music companies are good too <laughs> but peanut butter
1: would be my dream <laughs> anyway
0: peanut well, butter and Matador
1: yes hey <laughs> Matador <laughs> we could just put that in our writing
3: shout out to Andy and Helen at Matador
0: if you're listening Yeah, rock great yeah. <laughs> so that has been off the record with Las Ways. thank you thank you, thank you. Yes. gracias <laughs> you yeah.